Hey, it's episode 85 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. I'm in the car, I'm in the motor. I'm on the, what am I on? On the A, A41. A41 up to Hertfordshire. Uh, driving to, to my girlfriend, to my future home at the end of the month. Um, ah, traffic. Traffic light, damn it. Ah, uh, yes, what am I doing? Yes, go and do a podcast recording this on a Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon because I am driving to hers and chucking her in the boot of the car and kidnapping her and taking her away. She doesn't know where she's going, but we're going to Sweden. So I'll probably be releasing this podcast while I'm out there. So uh, you'll be listening to it and I'll, I'll be in Sweden as you're listening to the podcast. But uh, looking forward to it, going to Gothenburg. And everyone said the exact same thing when I told them I'm going to Sweden. Um, actually, you know, the girls, any girl I've told, like, oh my god, that's so sweet that you're taking her away. I wish my boyfriend would do that. It's really nice. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, she doesn't know. She doesn't have an idea, doesn't have a clue. Oh, god, amazing. Every guy I've told, mate, Sweden's fucking expensive, mate. <laughs> that's all. Do you know how much it costs for a beer? Oh, you look like nine quid. It is expensive. I said, like, ah, okay. So, um, yeah, it's a completely different aspect. It, it makes stuff. Guy, guys will look at the price because they know I'm paying for things. It's not a slight at my girlfriend or women. They just know, you know you, you're paying for stuff. So, yeah, that's a big expensive. Whereas women, uh, you still have a lot of stuff paid for for you and stuff. I remember um, it was last week, it was like Kevin Hart. It was me, my mate, my girlfriend, his girlfriend. And something came up about the price. And the girls were like, huh? It's like, yeah, you don't have a clue because we paid for it. <laughs> That's how much the tickets were. Yes, that is how much the tickets were. Oh, all right. That's expensive. It's like, we know. We know. <laughs> but um, I'm not complaining. I'm looking forward to it. Ah, oh, the road's clear. No, it's not clear. It's just around the corner. There's more traffic. But what's happened this week? What has happened this week? Uh, Colin Kaepernick. That's happened. People burning their Nikes. Burning their Nikes. It's funny though. People are finding the, the cheapest item, aren't they? To burn. No one's burning their Jordans. Or burning like their actual team kit. No, 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 no. Do I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn my socks. Fuck these socks! He's like, they weren't even a pair. They weren't even a pair of socks. Your protest is horrible. It just makes no sense. Makes no sense. And what? And you know, what? What kind of protest is this? Who is this hurting? Nike do not care. All right, you've already bought the product. You can fuck your traders for all they can. They don't care. People are protesting on this. People protesting the guy protesting. They're like, I'm going to protest the people burning their nights. How about that? No one stopped protesting. Be a big, big old circular protest. To probably all looking at each other. Like, what are we protesting again? We don't know. No. Uh, no just, it's just strange. It's like, oh, he's anti-American. Some people go, oh, I've been, I've been made to choose between my country. Excuse my, excuse my country and my, my favourite brand. And I, I'm choosing my country. Fuck you, Nike. I, I wonder what it's like to be that invested in in something. Like, 
he's not even protesting the country. He kneels while a song is played. That most people in America don't even know the second and third verse to. It's just like, who cares? In the UK, we have sports stars who don't even sing the national anthem. But not even, they don't even bother miming or lip syncing. They just fully stand there with their mouth shut. Whereas America's proper love America. All tears in their eyes. Blubbing when the song's on. It's like, wow. Why do you love your country that much? Why does everyone love any of their countries that much? You, know, you didn't choose where you was born. It's not an achievement being born somewhere. I mean, I guess there's, there's privilege and there's luck and there's upside to being born places. But, geez, like, the real sense of pride, like you've achieved something. Like, yeah, American! American! Woo! America! And it's like, calm down. Although America's a bit quieter now, since Trump's coming. A lot of Americans pretend to be Canadians over here. <laughs> Where are you from? I, I, I'm from Canada. Where about Canada? Um, New, 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 New York. New York, Canada. That's, that's not Canada, sir. Well, I'm, I'm Canadian. Before America was like, Woo, America! Just all the time announcing it. Now they're so much more humble with that. So much more discreet. But, um... But no, Nike are fully backing Kaepernick. Apparently they've been paying him all this time. So, um... You know, which is fair play. Um... I guess... I guess it makes it less of a sacrifice, kinda. You know? I thought he wasn't being paid any money. I thought he's making a real statement here. But, no. Many of his protests was actually sponsored by Nike in the sense of he doesn't even give a shit. And Nike, like, we'll pay you this much money to not play. And then when people find death, then when we put our advertising campaign, you're like the most recognised face in sport. Pretty cynical of me there to come up with that conspiracy because I, I believe Colin Kaepernick is a, is a good dude. Colin Kaepernick um, is a good dude from what I've seen from his protests. But I know Nike oh, they're all woke, aren't they? They're, they're the brand. They're the brand for black people now. We love them. We love, we love Nike now. And we'll, we'll forget that balaclava you tried to sell the kids. Like what the hell was that? That was, that was just made for robbing shops. There's there's no you're not wearing that casually. I had one use that was robbing shops. Criminality. So I had like a bulletproof chest bit as well. Maybe maybe I made that up. But um I know. But the Catholic thing is interesting, just to see how upset people are. He's protested police brutality. It's just like certain Americans are like, no. No, you should just accept getting your ass kicked by police. It's like, um, no, I don't, I don't wish to accept that. Who's beeping? Who's beeping? Is that in one, do you? Come then. Yeah, so sort of thought you stay in your car. I'm not road rager, people. I can't, I can't road rage. Um, but yeah, what else did Kaepernick do? Also, I had something else to say about the night thing. So I had to thought. So I used to write stuff down when I did my podcast, you know. Now, now I just don't have time to write things down. I just get on the podcast and just start rambling. 
and I've just rambled, rambled until I can stop the car. So the podcast is going to be as long as it takes me to get out to Hertfordshire. But um, what else have Knight? Knight did something else. There was another perspective on it that people were saying. I can't remember. I'm going to forget it and I'm going to come close the podcast, end it, and then I'll remember what I wanted to say. But I will move on. Uh, what else happened in news? That Roxanne Pallet, she's left Big Brother, which is um, again that's that was mad. Yeah. I still haven't watched any Big Brother. I just followed that story. I just watched her interviews. Um, I tried to work out whether you know she's just a bit psychopathic or. Now some people go, yeah, it's mental health. Well, well, I got a problem with that expression anyway. For one, and people go, yeah, it's mental health. It's like no, you, you've got to, you've got to say what it is. Mental health or good health or bad health. I've got mental health. Shout out to Corner for a podcast. They made that point as well, and I was like, damn it! They recorded and put their podcast out before me. <laughs> but it's something I've always thought. People go, yeah, mental health. And yeah, sometimes we need to stop just jumping in to saying someone's got a mental health issue. Sometimes someone's a prick. They're just a prick. No doctor needed. No diagnosis. No examination. The evidence stands for itself. She's a prick. She accused a guy of beating her up when he clearly did not. You know? Such um, such things behaviour. Like, lucky there was cameras there. Just think if there wasn't cameras. It's wild. If there weren't cameras, we would be there thinking this guy beat up this woman. How's his career done? Right? And the problem with, uh, with those kind of false accusations is it then changes the narrative about things like domestic violence where we now have to be questioning whether victims are telling the truth. And that should never really be a question. We'd like to think we live in a world where if someone says, hey, this person beat the shit out of me, you got to go, yeah, well, you have no reason to lie about that. Okay, let's, let's exact some justice. We now live in a world where, because of people like her, I can now see a woman with two black eyes and be like, yeah, but... Did her husband actually hit her or not? You know, you have to, you have to start asking that question. And, um... It's a, it's a shit, shit state. The same with, like, uh, same sexual assaults. All those things. Um, it's, it's not good. But I, I watched her interviews, though. She, it's just, it's just more acting. I'm not any kind of expert or body language expert, but it just seems like more actually it's just a weird I, I didn't know like now I've seen the video back and I, I realised that I should I, that he, he didn't hit me. I don't know. I don't I can't I can't explain how I feel how I felt at the time but I no I I felt under attack and it's like Hey? How can you know not know when someone's hit you? Are you how can you imagine someone's hit you four or five times repeatedly? You know when you've been hit once. You knew what he's trying to do and you got caught out. And now you got these other guys coming out of the woodwork saying that she's accused them in the past. People who've worked with her going, 
Yeah. She accused me of hitting her. Now, there's probably one guy out there who actually did batter her. And he's now jumped on the bad way and going, yeah, and, and she accused me. He's like, um, hey, Gary, shut up. What? No, you actually did hit her. Oh. All right. Again, not making light of uh, domestic violence. Any kind of violence. Violence is never never the answer. Never, well, it is sometimes the answer. Um, how, how do you win a, a boxing match? Uh, violence. You, you need more violence than the other, the other guy. Tactical, tactics and skills, great. But if you simply just don't want to beat the guy up as much as he wants to beat you up, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's going to win. He's going to win that. Uh, what else happened in the news this week? In the news? Well, I say the news. I've, I've used the word news very loosely. Uh, in social media, lads. Uh, Labour. Labour adopted the... Um, is it IHRA? Anti-Semitism definition. With a caveat. <laughs> I love a caveat. The caveat says, I agree with everything you're saying, but I don't want to look like I've lost this argument, so I'm adding something else. So they said all the 11 brilliant points, except and they've added one going, but you're still allowed to stand with Israel and protect the Palestinian people. And then the, the HRAs, another kind of leading rabbi, has gone, well, that was needless to add, wasn't it? You didn't have to actually add that. And I guess it is one of those things is that you did you don't really have to add that in your definition of anti-Semitism. You know what I mean? Like how do you def- like if you add the definition of racism and you're like, yeah, but if a black guy is acting like a prick, I'm allowed to call him a prick. That's the, just adding that line in to my definition of, of racism. It's like you didn't have to add that in, mate. Now I'm just saying though, in case that situation arose. And, and a black guy's acting like a prick. I just want people to know, I just think he's a prick, not based on the colour of his skin. <laughs> you know? And, uh, I can't laugh too hard. I've realised my um. Well, I think I've I've scared myself. So you know my my neck. Um, I've got my MRI scan on Tuesday and stuff. So we'll see if my head's gonna fall off or not. If I need a head transplant. But um. Also on Tuesday, what I was maybe doing, I was, right, it, it, it is the dumbest thing I've done for a long time. I bought two tickets to watch Andrew Schultz, you know, the Mount Brilliant Idiots podcast, and stand up comedian, fantastic comedian, desperate to see him. He's coming to the UK, great, gotta watch him, fantastic. Um, said to my cousin, hey man, you can have the other ticket. Going to get him, he's like, brilliant, just let me know how much it costs. Like, yeah, yeah, let me just check my email because I bought it so long ago in April. I've actually forgot how much I spent, but I knew it weren't expensive. But ah, let me just check anyway. So, I'm searching my emails now and I'm looking, cannot find the email confirmation, can't find it for shit. So, yeah, so I start typing all different things. I like, maybe I didn't send it, then I'll find an email com- com- uh, confirmation. From the Leicester Square Theatre box office. Oh, here it is. This is April. And on that thing, it's around the same time with the thought I bought it. And, um, and yeah. Because I was talking, I definitely confirmed the time because I was talking to Andrew Schultz. I was actually talking to him on, on Instagram. And I was telling him, yeah, I've got tickets for your show, man. Be good. And, um, 
guess what? I look at the receipt and the receipt says thank you for your £1.50 donation to the Theatre Foundation. You helped keep theatre alive. We're like, wait, wait, what the fuck is this? I mean, I remember ticking that box and I bought the tickets, but where are the tickets? Can't find the tickets for shit. It then dawns on me that I never bought tickets. Now, there's no way I could have done that, just bought these theatre, like, made this donation without me actually having some kind of interface that said I bought tickets. I didn't check my email straight after because I thought, oh, there's confirmation. If I don't need to look it, I know what it says. But it's like, what? There must be something on the website that made me think I was buying the tickets. I must have gone through all the hoops, bought the tickets, and then because that was the only link that was active, that's the thing that got paid. So now I I try to be really industry, y'all. Um, I messaged my contact at Leicester Square Theatre, yeah, yeah, messaged him. And I said, hey, funny story, so, <laughs> I went to buy tickets, but instead I didn't, just made some charitable donation, uh, and he went, ah, that is hilarious, that's something I would do. But yeah, so cool, man, would you be able to get me uh, tickets? He's like, nah, no, you don't have to message the box office, they're usually nice people, so see how it works out. I'm like, alright, fine. So I messaged the box office. Obviously, I name dropped my contact at the theatre because you know I'm so, so in there, so industry, y'all. Yeah? Um, only for them to go, oh my gosh, what a shame. So it's a shame, isn't it? Like, yeah. So, so, any tickets? No. So, what? They sold out. It's off. God damn it. So, the show is sold, but both dates sold out. Um, Tuesday now, so I'm on the, like a, a reserve list. Like if anyone drops out, if guests, if like friends of um, friends of uh, of like staff and stuff, you know you have like your complimentary tickets and shit. If they don't turn up, then I'll get a, I'll get a call or a message on the day to say, hey, there's some tickets sorted. So I have to wait for the date. So I'm going to have the stress of like being at this MRI scan. I'm not sure how long that's going to take. Um, got the stress of not even sure if I've got booper cover yet. I will have it. But if I don't, I'm going to have to f- like foot the bill for almost £400. To stop my head from falling off. Oh, God. It's just stress, man. This bloody stress guy. Don't need that stress, man. Don't need it. Um... So yeah, so that's how my week's looking at the moment. Hopefully, my next week. And then, um, what's else to say about that? No, I don't. But oh, Monday, I gigged with Mo, didn't I? Mo Gilligan. Mo the comedian. Mo Gilligan. I'll tell you what, that guy is funny. I knew he was funny, but he is fucking funny. It was a really good show, man. Really, really good show. Enjoyed it a lot. Um, I did 10 minutes. And Babatundo is there. Jay Boardman and David Ajao. Um, David Ajao. Well, I spoke. So, um, Babatundo, I've worked with before. Um, I, I know him. Funny guy. Top guy. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's going to be supporting Travis when he does his uh, one-man show. And... 
with uh, Bill Murray, a major comedy. Where I was at, well, I was at Bill Murray's major comedy last week. But um, it's about to be there, so get down there for Travis J's uh, show. I'm, I'm being a big phony in promoting this show. I won't be there myself. <laughs> I, I've got I've gigged myself, so I can't turn. I can't get there in time. I'm trying to do both, but I won't be able to. So yeah, go down there, support him. Uh, Travis super funny, but Babington is very funny as well. So you can two for the price of one. Um, yeah, Babington that opened up. Last night, well, Mo did like half an hour just off the top, and the guy just has an endless amount of material. Endless. He's just chatting, chatting away, chatting away. Brings Babington the outbreak. Chats away, ch- then comes back, chats away. Then it's Jay Boardman with his guitar. Um, this guy knows every single underground station and he does a song showing that which is just flipping mad um, then it was me um, and yeah I was, I was really good and then, and then and there's David Jow now I was going to say David Jow is, he's one of those annoying people who's, um, who doesn't even do comedy he's an actor he's an actor but he's fucking hilarious this one's who just has that natural hilarity about them. You just sat there watching him going, no, you, you don't even do comedy. Why, why are you this funny? Stop being this funny. Like, no, he, he was proper, proper funny, man. So, it was a good show, good night. And, um, yeah, I can't say what Mo announced to all of us there, but, just, um, yeah, he asked us not to do any cryptic shout outs or messages either. So, I won't be that guy, I just can't, can't announce it, can't announce what it is. But hey, 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 who knows? But um, good luck to him though. And then, uh, what else I've done this week? What else I've done? What else I've done this week? What kind of English was that? What else have I done this week? Uh, yeah, it's gigged on Wednesday. Went out last night, got so drunk, I ordered McDonald's. And I, I don't know where it went, as in, I, I didn't eat it. I have a vision of a wrap in the bottom of a McDonald's bag, which I certainly did not eat. So where that is, I do not know. I don't I do know. It might be in the footwell of the Uber that I got out of. Um, but I don't remember any memory of eating that. So I woke up, like, double hungry. Hungry because I hadn't eaten, and hungry because I felt like I lost out on food as well. It's a tragic, tragic moment in my life. Um, I just had a moment where I didn't feel like I had my passport. Always get that. Everyone else get that, that anxiety. Oh, sorry, don't know what's happening. My mouth went really dry, I can't breathe. <coughs> um... Yeah, the anxiety over your passport. I'm always just patting myself down. And did I get... Uh, yes, and I put a present and card in my bag as well. So, yeah. I forgot I already got a one of the presents. So I was there thinking, like, this is a bit shit. I've just got a perfume. I need to get something else. What are you guys... Why is everyone indicating in such horrible ways? Oh, God. Oh, God. What? Is everyone driving like a knob? Stop driving like knobs while well, yeah. There you go. Some 
coming up on this leafy, leafy road. But, ooh, yeah, let me just park behind her. That's what I'm doing, yeah, just trying not to bash up the front of my car. Was so there was cars tucked in. Two wheels on the, two wheels on the road. Two wheels on the grass. But, uh, is there anything else that's happened this week that I needed to mention other than my head falling off um, and the results of an MRI scan that I'll be able to announce next week, hopefully? Uh, don't think so. No, that's it. It's just a quick podcast. Um, I can't do Dear Deirdre because um, I'm running late and and uh, yeah, it'll have to be next week. It'll just have to be next week, all right? So, uh, that's me. That's podcast very quick one just checking in see just let you lot know how i am i'm all right you know all right i'm not eating on the podcast this time i'm not sure what that sounded like driving but hey uh that's the podcast that's me i'm out